Father, thank you for the gifts and abilities you have given each of us to use in your service. I pray that we will continually use these gifts and exercise them for your honor and glory and the sharing of your gospel. I pray that we will bear the burdens of others as well. May your strength and wisdom and peace be with Jen and her husband as they care for her mother. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Christ friends, we just prayed for Jen, her husband, and mother uh, during a difficult time in their life. And I know that they would uh, not only appreciate the prayer in the opening of today's episode, but also appreciate your prayers as well. Uh, They're hoping that we could possibly get out to the East Coast at some point. They're looking to uh, be baptized, hopefully their family, and that would be wonderful. And Lord willing, maybe next year, this year we're going west, and then maybe next year, if the Lord so wills it, we can head out east again. Something that we can also pray about. Thank you all for praying for Jen and her family and also praying for the will of God to be done concerning these gospel road trips if the Lord so desires. Uh, because we had a, a blessed time uh, last year and we're looking forward to a blessed time this year. And, and hopefully and prayerfully we'll be able to reach a few uh, with the gospel. And if you're out west... Just let us know. We may be able to stop by and say hello. Because there's just something about this sort of human interaction that I want to focus in on today as we look at today's episode entitled Pope Bot Number 56. Pope Bot Number 56. Uh, Andrew Torba, he's beating it up pretty good. He's our brother in Christ. He had posted on Gab, he's the CEO of Gab, and he posted a statement that says the proverbial genie is out of the bottle when it comes to AI, and if we do not build these tools right now, the godless secularist will once again capture the minds of another generation. This is the be-all, end-all of the information war, and it's not a game. He says we can must and indeed have a duty to build and use these tools to point people to the truth in Jesus Christ. AI is programmed to recognize patterns and use logic. Logos, who is the Logos, Christ. Our enemies are spending billions to ensure that they neuter the AI and prevent it from pointing people to Christ, and they will fail. Do you understand this, he asks. Then he says, what if Gab AI helps one single soul to make the decision to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? He says, imagine some Reddit atheist trying to have a theological discussion with a chatbot to stump it and suddenly coming to the realization that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Would have been worth the effort to build our own AI for that one person and no one will convince me differently, Andrew Torbaut writes. So let's go back to this idea that what if Gab AI helps one single soul to make a decision to accept Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. And I will ask the question, well, what if the rocks cried out that we read about in Luke 19, 40? And he answered and he said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones 
would immediately cry out. And they would. If flesh and blood refrain from preaching the word of God. And this is why I'm going back to my opening thought concerning this human interaction and the importance of this sort of interaction that God has ordained. It's important. We can't get away from it. I mean, can can we just all lock ourselves up in the house and just go out and paint rocks? Well, there was a little fad going on for a little while where there's a, a painting rocks. You've seen them at grocery store parking lots and and all of that. And matter of fact, I think we painted a, a few of them and and put some a scripture reference. So we did something biblical on it. But yeah, I mean, we could do that. But but is that our focus? Is that so vital that we go paint up every single rock to to be able to effectively spread the gospel? Or should we be focusing on what the Bible actually teaches concerning human interaction? We read in Job 23:12 today, neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. So here we see that the word of God is extremely important. And we know that the psalmist said that he hid the word of God in his heart. So therefore, we know that there was some sort of scripture memorization. For what? So that he can call upon this scripture to give a hope, give an answer for the hope that's inside of him. To be able to Rejoice and to praise God with a loud voice and to preach the word of God as we read in Luke 19, 37, 38. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Now there are certain men that do not want certain men doing any of this. They want to control the narrative. Verse 39, And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. In other words, they were trying to tell Jesus to tell them to shut up. Psalm 56, 4-6, through six, And God, I will praise his word. And God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. You're not going to tell me to shut up. Every day they rest my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Now we're commanded, as Moses was commanded, to speak truth to power. He wasn't to, he wanted to. He said he couldn't speak. I'm sure Moses would love to have hid behind artificial means. But God told him to speak. Exodus 6, 29, that the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I am the Lord, speak thou unto Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I say unto thee, all that I say unto thee. It was Moses' responsibility. Not some artificial means, not some handwriting on a wall, not some painted rocks. Then Jesus responds in verse 40 of Luke 19, and he answered, and he said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. Now, this is where I see the rise of the Pope bot, the AI Pope that is programmed by monk programmers. Now, this is nothing new because we know that there is nothing new under the sun. 
The Pharisees, they wanted to control the narrative just as AI will be programmed to attempt to control the narrative today, theological or not. Now, if people do not tune into a live preacher or or even an audio reading of the Bible, what makes you think that they're going to tune into a bot pope? Or maybe they will. Maybe they will tune into the bot pope and build pews around rocks that wear pope hats. And I find an even greater problem because the problem becomes even more exaggerated. Listen, my friends, the pen, the paintbrush, the bars of music and computer will never replace the spirit-filled man that writes, that paints, that produces music or even programs computers for the purpose of preaching of the gospel and of the glory of God. I just don't see how childish AI anime art that is currently floating around the internet is fitting into all of this at the moment. Now, don't get me wrong. I do commend Torba's idea of another possible tool to reach others for Christ. It's just that these tools used for the gospel are never to take place of the flesh and blood that is filled by the spirit of the living God. Never. Because as for bots that recite the Bible verbatim, they already exist. (laughs) They already exist. Luke 12, 12, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. There's no AI required for this. Seek God. Not some sort of proverbial genie. Because this proverbial genie has been out on most things in this world for a long time. For instance, music. We know that music can capture a mind. Now we can argue that Christians should produce Christian music because we read Ephesians 5.19, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. However, one must choose to sing and listen to these songs that are produced by gifted Christian artists. They are numerous, dispersed, and even tribal in genre. Big John is working on finalizing the Israel of God, which is a track that I will be preaching on its entirety of. He calls it Preach Core. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And uh, we're going to preach the gospel on these tracks, which is going to, going to be, Lord willing, a bonus track on his upcoming one of his upcoming albums. Because all I know is that AI leaves little room for this dispersed creativity that is guided and inspired by the Holy Spirit. We know that AI is programmed by men, faulty men at that, sinful men at that, and designed so that men could flow to its creativity instead of the throne of God to discover what your gifts are and then to exercise those gifts and to develop those gifts. So here we see that AI will become just another digital tower of Babel where some programmer gets to sit on a digital throne. Now, I've tried the AI art bot on Gab. I was instantly uninspired and bored. AI chat bots, AI answer bots, AI whatever will always be lifeless and spiritless to me. And just as I'm not going to be channeled into a single genre of spiritual song, and some try to do that, 
I'm surely not going to be channeled into someone's propaganda bot. Now I inputted the prompt Pope bot on Gab. On Gabby. It's called Gabby on Gab. And it produced some sort of demonic looking Pope figure. You can see the image on the article portion of this. Uh, day 56 on my Substack page. And all I know is that most of these images are looking demonic to me. Now, often these arguments for inanimate preferences are arguments without scripture. And these sorts of arguments are not arguments at all. It's all propaganda at that point. If you can't reference scripture with your argument, I don't have no use for it. Because I choose to be inspired by the Spirit of God, His Word, and His elect who are tasked with preaching the Bible in word and deed. These deeds are manifested in each of our God-given gifts. There's nothing artificial about these things. Because if God wanted a bot to save the world, He would have sent His only begotten bot. If God wanted AI to preach the gospel, He would have chosen the foolishness of programming. But instead... He sent his only begotten son and he chose the foolishness of preaching. Preaching that must be preached by live men of God, not inanimate objects such as rocks. You want to know what was trending today from the algorithms of men? Day of hate. And yesterday it was the national day of hate. Are you waiting for AI and rocks to respond to this? Or are you going to step up and share the gospel, Christian man or woman? I chose to respond. You look at my Twitter page. As the Spirit led, I chose to respond. And I posted a previous video where I spoke about the crossfire, the Antichrist, the Antichrist crossfire that you and I face. And I said this because Jesus Christ is alive was trending on Gab. And so I said, I'm alive because Jesus Christ is, uh, is alive. I once was in a ditch injured by Antichrist crossfire until Jesus came by. As servants of Christ, we too must be ready to minister to the casualties of hate that are lying in a ditch. Turn the day of hate into the day of Christ. Turn the days of hate into the days of Christ. National Day of Hate. What is it really about? Is it really about John 15, 18? If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Is it about 1 John 3, 13? Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you. Is this what it's about? I also posted a Twitter clip from the past where I said, we do not live by the flesh for the flesh. We live by the faith for the faith. And this is faith that endures to the end. So you call for a National Day of Hate? I don't think so. National Day of Faith? I'll take it. Every single day. Every single day. And I will add, we do not live by the bots for the bots neither. We do not need the rise of a Pope bot. We need the rise of Christ, for he is risen. He is risen, my friends. We read today in Luke 12, 8 through 9, Also I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. Speaking of confessing before men, I'm pretty excited. I was able to talk to my daughter for a little while on the phone today. and I'm really excited about witnessing faith in her life grow. And this, this goes for all of my children. I was talking to Lynn today, 
and I'm glad for the sparks of faith. I'm, I'm glad uh, that my daughter is doing more research in this area. And we spoke on the phone and we discussed true faith. True faith that believes, repents, and works for the glory of God in the context of the great commandment. I saw a tweet today from the Daily Spurgeon at Daily Spurgeon, which quoted him as saying, Nothing can make a true believer cease praying. It's a part of his nature. And pray he must. And I agree. We must pray and we will pray. And this is how our faith endures. It endures with prayer. Not only for our our matters, but for the things of others as well as we prayed in our opening. As my daughter and I's conversation continued, we discussed the Old Testament law. And how we fall short of it, needing a Savior. And how Jesus is the Savior that fulfilled all the law. We then discussed how our failure has led many to not find true equality. That is only found in Christ and His Word. We even discussed the preservation of the canon of Scripture. That which is authoritative versus that which has been excluded as mere commentary. We are now seeing the fruit And our 21-year-old daughter that has been used to pollinate even her husband's newfound faith in Christ. All I know, my friends, is keep being faithful. Keep being faithful to your children and do not be surprised when they become faithful too. And I give all praise and glory to God, our Savior. Because better than gets no one to heaven. The best Jesus Christ does. And daughters should be able to go to their father for these things. They should not have to resort to AI spitting back their programs, nor could AI ever answer such questions in the manner that a father could. I have very little interest in building AI. However, I have every bit of interest in seeing fathers who are built in Christ. Yes, I understand that not all of our children will be saved. I understand this. However, as my faith endures to the end, so does my hope for our children's salvation. Luke 12, 51-53 Suppose you that I had come to give peace on earth, I tell you, nay, but rather division. For from henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son and the son against the father. The mother against the daughter and the daughter against the mother and the mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Nevertheless, my friends, nevertheless, my friends, keep sharing the word of God. Keep up with these human interactions with our children. Keep praying and say along with the psalmist in Psalm 56, 10 through 11, God, will I praise his word in The Lord will I praise his word. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me, let alone a Pope bot. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.